Thank you very much. It is a great pleasure to have opportunity to talk to young people who will be shoulder the future of the United States of America. I come from Republic of Korea. I was born in a small farm village on the northeastern coast of the Korean Peninsula. My father was one of the most diligent farmers in the village. As your Puritan forefather did during the pioneer days, he worked on the farm from the dawn to dusk and practiced thrift. Nonetheless, he was unable to escape from the grinding poverty. In the years of poor harvest, and particularly in the spring famine, he and his family had to largely depend on the roots and tree barks. To flee from this destitution, I left home when I was 17 years old. I traveled over 300 miles on foot, hunted for the jobs. At 18, I came to Seoul at the capital of Korea. The first job I found was carrying gravel on my back at the beginning site, at building site of the Korean University, one of the Korea's prestigious institutions for the higher education. Thereafter, I worked as a stevedore in the port city of Incheon, still living in poverty-stricken life. Even though life was riven with difficulties and poverty in reminiscence, my life was filled with joy, hope, and excitement as it is today. This does not mean that I was pursuing adventurous and exciting jobs only. Rather, it means that I took joy even in the smallest improvement in my life. And my hope and the pleasure increased whenever I could advance my career a little further. In the first regular job that I obtained was a delivery boy at the rice store. Every morning I rose early, swept, and watered the dusty yard in front of the store, delivered the orders, even the kept the books. For the store owners and the customer, I worked hard with honesty and the sincerity and have gained recognition from the owners and won the confidence of neighbors, I was able to start rice store of my own three years later. Since my youth, it has been my rule to rise early in the morning. You may ask why. It is because I can plan ahead for a day's work, whether it is pleasant one or not. On a picnic day, youngsters wake up very early in the morning because of the excitement. I have lived the day <clears throat> I lived with that sort of excitement over the work to be done each day. It is true that reward of the diligence and the devotion is recognition. As our food becomes scarce and the rigorously rationed during the World War II, I quit the rice store and studied automobile repair shop. However, the regular repair shop had to be closed soon, following the succession of a misfortune, especially the fire in the garage. When World War II was ended, I resumed my automobile repair business. Since the Republic of Korea government was established in 1948, I managed to accomplish a number of major industrial projects, winning confidence at home and abroad. In consequence, I have became regarded as one of the Korea's leading businessmen and became country's top taxpayer. <laughs> and have established nonprofit foundations for the social and cultural work 
which is one of the largest of its kind, not only in the Republic of Korea, but also throughout the world. In the process of the rapid modernization of Korea, during the 1960s and 70s, my company played a major role by building a basic facility such as a bridge, dams, expressway, power station, constructed the larger plants for the shipbuilding, automobile, steel, and the cement manufacturing. I now own more than 30 companies. That, I think, is proof that single-minded effort can open up limitless possibilities. All of my 30-odd companies that have achieved annual growth of 30 to 60 percent in the recent years, which I believe is a growth rate rare in the world. Korea has achieved remarkable economic progress during the past two decades. Nation's annual export that used to run around $50 million during the 1950s are expected to reach $25 billion this year. Ulsan Shipyard of the Hyundai Heavy Industry is the largest in the world as a single such a facility and has built more ships than any other shipyard in terms of the dead weight tonnage. When the shipyard came into the operation early in 1970s, no Korean engineers had built a ship over 20,000 tons. Most Koreans then had not even seen a ship of this size. But the experience gave me the convictions that the technical skill can be gained through hard work and the careful planning. The businessmen's instincts can make a shipbuilding much simpler than engineers can think of. Many doubts that Korea, where the only small wooden ships were previously built, could build a huge ocean liners, especially when Hyundai Construction Company undertook the job. However, I believe that shipbuilding is not much different from the plant construction. All it requires is to cut a steel plate, weld them together, and install engines on them. As a constructor, I summarized that shipbuilding process would be roughly the same as installation of the turbine at the thermal power plants and the construction of a various storage tank at refineries with, such, with which my company was quite familiar. In the late 1960s, we did not have much domestic capital to finance industrial projects and had to seek foreign loans to that end. But this was not easy. Japan rejected our loan request on the grounds that the, our technical standard was too low to build a shipyard. United States also turned down our loan application for the similar reasons. After sounding out several European countries, we finally went to Great Britain. Upon our persuasion, British engineers from sent a team of experts to Korea for the on-site investigation. After accessing our capability for the construction of the thermal power plants and the refineries, they came to conclusion that Hyundai Construction would be capable of building larger ships if the engineers were adequately retrained. This was followed by loan application to the Barclay Bank of Great Britain. The British bank's loan of this nature need to be guaranteed by the Export Credit Guarantee Department. At the stage of this examination of our application, Barclay Bank executive invited me to the visit their head office in London. When we went to the bank office, 
vice president of the Barclay Bank in charge of the overseas affair, asked me a question. Addressing me as a President Chong, he asked me, what did you major in university? He wanted to know if I majored in business administration, science, engineering. I told him that I did not go to college. Instead, I asked him, if you had studied shipbuilding, projects proposal submitted to you, and told him also that I have visited Oxford University previous day and asked for the doctorate in economics based on our project proposal, and he received a favorable response. He returned the joke by stating that, well, even a scholar with the doctorate in economics from the Oxford University would not be able to prepare such a superb project proposal. And we left, and the critical stage was over. <laughs> Having succeeded that test, we called on the Export Credit Guarantee Department Minister, who approved, whose approval would be go-ahead signal, citing the favorable conclusion by the British engineers firm that we had a capability to build a ship, and those of the Barclay Bank that we would be able to repay the principles and interest ECGD minister nonetheless expressed doubts to our capability of selling ship. No ship owners would place an order with Hyundai who had never built a ship before. While there is so many good shipbuilders around the world, no matter how efficient the ship we might be able to build, Hyundai wouldn't be able to pay back the bank loan if we cannot sell the ship. He insisted on that no loan could be guaranteed unless we submit a written evidence that our ships would be sold. In consultation with the engineering firm, we set out to sell our own ships to build. At that time, we did not even actually purchase the site for the proposed shipyard. We merely had a few photographs of the possible sites showing the beaches with the pine trees on. We explained to the potential ship owners that we would set up a shipyard on the beach and build a ship with the help of a bank, British banks <clears throat> and ask them to place the orders with us. It is by no means easy, but we kept on trying persuaded ship owners. Finally, businessmen, even more adventurous than I, emerged. His name was Mr. Rivanos, a noted Greek ship owner and the brother-in-law of the late Greek ship tycoon Onassis. He filed, us, he filed with us a order of two ships, 260,000 ton. As a result, British government had no way out but to approve the bank loan. Because the delivery date of the one of the ship virtually coincided with the deliberation of the shipyard, we had to build the yard including the dry docks and the ship at the same time. We managed in two years to celebrate the dedication of the shipyard and the christening of the ship at the same time. We are very proud of the fact that the Hyundai shipyard has since established world record in several aspects of shipbuilding and that we are today a leaders in the world shipbuilding industry. The success of the Wilson shipyard, the largest of its kind in the world, clearly demonstrates that if arms with enough intellectual power, and inner strength, one can make something out of nothing. This would be a valuable lesson to aspiring businessmen around the world. I think the most important things in life is to think formatively 
and positively and tirelessly strive for the one's objective. In 1976, the Hyundai Construction Company carried out the Jubail Industrial Port Construction Project in Saudi Arabia, costing $1 billion, known to be the engineering venture of the century. All the huge iron structures were fabricated in Wulsan Shipyard and transported to the Sea of Jubail across the South China Sea and Indian Oceans. Many anticipated that this transportation would fail, but my colleague and I have accomplished it thanks to the careful preparation based on affirmative thinking. Through the creative initiative and the spirit of risk-taking and the hard work, the Hyundai Construction Company has now grown into one of the 10 largest construction enterprises in the world. Having recorded a total turnover of $6.8 billion in 1981, Hyundai Group hoped to achieve $10 billion total sale this year. A young friend, as a closing remark, if you are to realize your limitless potential, I strongly advise you to build up a formative way of thinking, have a confidence that you can accomplish your goal through determination and unending endeavor. As all Korean proverb says, with a good start, you are already halfway marked. I sincerely trust that you young friends with a sound education will have a bright future. Thank you very much for listening.